Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise Now I want you to turn to somebody and tell them It's testimony time, amen? Now I want you to put your hands together as we welcome our sister Olivia to share a powerful testimony with us today. Clap, keep clapping. Sister Olivia. It's okay to clap. You can clap. Fantastic. Sister Olivia, tell us what the Lord has done for you. Hi, my name's Olivia, and I'm part of the Greater Love Choir. So what's your testimony about? I'd like to share how God delivered me from failure. So in 2016, I took an access to computing course, and um, unfortunately, I didn't pass because I was lazy um, it was a new course, and I've been out of education for a while. So you, you, you started a, an access to computing course, yes. and you failed. Yes. And you're saying because you were lazy, you procrastinated, 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 <laughs> procrastinated <laughs> and it was a new course. Yeah, yeah. So, so you failed the course. Yes, I did. So the uni didn't mess you up. No, no. Your lecturer didn't mess you up. No. <laughs> UCAS didn't mess you up. No. But you failed the course. I did fail, yeah. So what happened after you failed the so course? After I failed the course, I felt very down, crushed. My spirit was crushed. But I spoke to shepherds in the church, and they encouraged me to try again. So um, I decided to re- reapply for the course, and I did it again. And this time, I did things differently. I went to all-night prayers. I really prayed. I gave it to God, and I hold on to my faith. And by listening to the podcast and, the, and Bishop Richard's prophecies, and I took them on board, especially failure should never be our portion. So I held on to that, and by the grace of God, I passed. So you year. passed the course. Yeah. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. So, so the course you couldn't pass, you, 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 you failed the course, you couldn't pass it, but you passed it this time around. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 71, the Bible says that it is good for me that I was afflicted so that I may learn your statues. Amen. So any past failure in your life is being turned into a closer relationship with God. It's being turned to future success. Amen. So Sister Olivia, what would you like to tell us today? 
I'd like to encourage anyone that's failed before that held on to the prophecies of our bishop and our prophet and keep them holding to your faith. Never give up because God just will bless you eventually. Fantastic. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Now I want you to keep clapping as we welcome Sella. you care if you love me you'd hold my hand 
Go! 
keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you're done enough, keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you're done enough, keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough power. When the spirit comes and visions, when the spirit moves, young men like you and you and you will have visions. Keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Walk all around in 
my neighborhood. He said I was the prettiest girl he'd ever seen. You're nice, so nice, so nice. He said you are the one. You're nice, so nice, so nice. I was at work one day. He came to visit me. He waited and took me home. He said nice.
praise, I want you to welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Thank you, Jesus. Let us pray. Okay, let us pray now. Father, we thank you for, lift up your two hands and thank God for this afternoon. Thank him for this blessed privilege to be here. Just speak to God in a minute. Just thank him. Thank him for this great opportunity and a great blessing to be in church and to be in his presence. Just thank God. Just say thank you. Say nothing but thank you. The Lord, we thank you that we are here. We are in church. We are in your presence. We are in your presence. We thank you. We thank you for this great chance, great opportunity that we have to be in your house and to be in your holy presence. Thank him. Thank him. Say thank you to him for this blessed, 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 blessed chance and opportunity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now pray for the Holy Spirit to be made manifest to you today. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the Holy Spirit, for him to be manifested in whichever way that is appropriate for you, in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, in revelation, in instruction, in conviction, in correction. Pray the Holy Spirit, I need you. Pray that I need the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in my life today. In my life today as I hear the word. Pray that there shall be a manifestation. Wisdom, knowledge, conviction, revelation, understanding. Whichever way, the Holy Spirit, please work on us. Work on us. Work on us today. Work on us today. Come through for us. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Influence us. Take control over our lives, our mind, our souls, our spirits, our bodies. Take control. Take control at this time, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for blessing us with a beautiful church and a beautiful place, Lord, to gather, to hear from you, to hear your word, Lord, to receive your word. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that shall move freely and operate freely amongst us today. Let your perfect will be done. Speak to us, Lord. Give us wisdom. Give us counsel. Give us knowledge. Grant us understanding. Let the full manifestation of the Holy Spirit be operational amongst us today, Lord. Thank you for the blessedness of coming together to hear your word. Anoint your word, Lord. Anoint your word. Let your word come with power and with great influence. I thank you, Father, for today. And I bless your name. Let your will be done amongst us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Everybody say amen. amen. Shout a better amen. amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Wow. Are you blessed to be in church today? So am I. Well, I just arrived from Mountain of the Lord. Come. And, uh, I sacrificed my Sunday Mountain of the Lord service to come and be with you. Well, uh, I wish I wish you were all there so that we didn't have to rush back so that we can all eat from the roots and be there and be partakers. But since you, um, your, your obedience was not complete, I had to make a sacrifice and leave my precious meal that would be eaten by now. Eaten by now and enjoying by now. I had to leave it and rush back so that I can come and speak to you because your obedience was not complete. Yes. So, um, but you are learning, isn't it? You are getting better, isn't it? Yes. Next year by this time, we'll all be there, isn't it? Is that a promise? That next year I wouldn't have a reason to run back because we'll all be there eating what we want to eat. Okay. Promise? Is she all? Real promise? Cross your heart? But don't wish to die. Okay, so, but it's, it's a blessing. I, um, the only thing I can tell you is that I can't explain to you the experience. I can't impart the experience. But I can only tell you that I've been blessed. Um, I'm walking here wet in the oil. Yes. I wish you were there to see, hear, and feel the anointing and the power of God. But um, I pray that you would listen to the messages and um, you will soak it in and it will become part of you. Otherwise, some of us are already ahead of you. So you have to find the shortcut and catch up because there's a way to catch up so that you're not left behind. Do you understand? Otherwise, you'll be left behind. Little, little things, little, little spirit moves actually add spiritual distance. You see, one day Jesus said to somebody that you are not far from the kingdom, which means that spiritually there are distances. You can be far, you can be near. And traveling, traveling for spiritual purposes, which is different from traveling to beaches and traveling to um, tourist sites. It's it's different. The effect is different. They understand. So when you travel for the sake of the ministry, to hear the word, to hear the word and to receive the word like a camp, a convention, mountain of the Lord camp, when our Father is speaking to us, traveling for things like that actually, actually makes you more spiritual. You gain, if, if, if it's like, if it's even in points, 
you gain more spiritual points. Do you understand? I was just telling someone as I was walking in, I, I met her because I was thinking about her this morning. She in particular, I was thinking about her this morning because someone mentioned her name in Ghana. In fact, so I thought she was even around. So I said, ah, is, she, is she here? Where is she? And I was told that, no, she wasn't there. Something, something, something. So when I opened the door, she was the first person I saw. And I was telling her that, you know, you have slowed down. Maybe you have, you've even stopped. But what you are doing to yourself is that you are creating a gap, a spiritual gap. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, are you sure? You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So you are creating a spiritual gap. Because there's somebody who was not far from the kingdom. Means that there are people who are far. Very far. Even though we're all around, we're all in the church. But when you start missing out on something, it's like missing Sunday services. Missing church services. Missing other meetings and things. You create gaps. And the gap widens. It widens and it widens and widens. If you know, um, speed, speed is a very subtle thing. You can't, it takes a long time to actually detect that somebody is moving faster than you. That is speed. If I'm driving to a place at uh, 40 miles per hour, 40 miles per hour, and then you are driving at 30 miles per hour, I'm driving faster than you, but it will take an hour to see the difference. Do you understand? It will take it takes so it takes time to discover. Otherwise, if it take 15 minutes, the first 15 minutes of the journey, there wouldn't be much difference. You wouldn't see the difference. You don't even feel the difference. That's why that's why it's senseless to speed on short distances. Because it doesn't make any difference. If I even the difference that it makes is that the person who's even speeding might even die or even make mistakes. Because it takes you need a longer distance before you will see the difference between the person who is driving faster. You need longer distance, which means more time to see the difference. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, some of the things, you may not see it now. You may not even feel it. It actually looks unnecessary or maybe irrelevant because it's like, well, okay, you did this. Okay, you, you were at the prayer meeting. I was not at the prayer meeting. Okay, you were in church the whole of July. I was in church once in July. You were in church the whole of December. I was in church twice. You know, it's like there's no real difference. You can't see it now. But with time, with time, as we move on, you see that you are far from the kingdom. You are far from the anointing. You are far from your calling. You are far from your rank. You are far from your position. You are far from what God actually wants you to do. You discover you are far from it. Far, 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 far. It's like missing lectures. Okay, since you understand that one, I don't need to say much here. It looks like that one, you understand it. Yes. Yeah. If you miss one lecture... When you meet your friends, it's like you haven't lost it. You even tell them, oh, what was said today? They will give you a summary. They will, they, they will not even give you a summary. They just give you an, a, a topic. A topic. They'll just say, oh, he talked about this. And then that. And then you say, oh, okay, yeah, I know what he's telling Then you miss again. Then you miss again. But over time, you discover that you don't know a lot of things. You don't understand a lot of things. You don't know why a lot of things are done the way they are done. So spiritually, I'm telling you, spiritually, and in the church and in first love, don't be left behind. Don't be left behind. If you can't make a journey, catch up. Thank God for podcasts. 
Thank God for all the things. Make time for it. Make time and listen and soak and catch up because spiritual distances are real. They are real. They are real. There are people who are not so spiritual and there are people who are spiritual. You get me? Like Pastor Cliff will say, you get me? So, um, I'm just telling you that those who make this trip have made, has, have gained some distance, miles, nectar points, whatever you want to call it. Yes. I used, I used to use, uh, and I still do, I use nectar points to shop on Christmas. But throughout the year, it looks like it's nothing. Yeah, it looks like it's nothing. But very often, Christmas shopping, I just stand there with my nectar card. Yeah. For as long as I I can remember that there's been nectar points in this country, I use nectar points to pay for Christmas shopping. But from January till December 18th, 19th, 20th, you will not see the difference. You think another shopper has come. Just another shopper has come. Just another shopper has come. But I'll stand at the tail and I'll just say, how much is it? And I'll ask them, how much points do I have? Then they'll measure the price. And usually, I don't know, they look sad. <laughs> that They look sad that I'm not taking money out. But it's been a while as I've been gathering the points. So gather points in the Lord. Gather points in the Lord and do well. Don't be, don't be left. It's sad when you are left behind. Nobody ever likes it. How many of you like to be left behind? No one likes to be left behind. Nobody at all. Even in fashion, you don't want to be left behind. You're always buying new clothes, isn't it? Yes. So why are you so eager not to be left behind in fashion, but you want to be left behind spiritually? Spiritually. Spiritually. And there are spiritual things that also carry more weight carry more weight than other activities. That's why Jesus said, this kind does not go but by prayer and fasting. It means, that this, it means that prayer and with fasting has more weight than just fasting and not praying. Or just praying and not fasting. So add, so like, add fasting to your prayer and it's more weighted. The effect is different from just Whilst you are uh, eating hot wings. Yeah. So understand these truths and facts and be, be wise and be smart. So it's good to be back. It's good to see all of you. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to see all of you. Glad you are here. And, uh, and I've I've actually told you why I'm back. I don't want to um, lie to you that I would, I would have preferred to have been in the service this morning over there because it's part of the package. Mm. Yes, but I came back because of you because I knew you were here. I knew you were here. As I'm sitting there, I'll be thinking about you. I'll be thinking, what's happening? What are they doing? Who is talking to them? Who is preaching to them? Who will pray for them? Who will give them communion today? Who will do this? I'll be thinking. So I came to, you know, attend to you. So I've also made a sacrifice to be here. So I hope next time you also make a sacrifice to be blessed. Are you going to make sacrifices to be blessed? 
Okay, so let's talk about the cross. We are talking about the cross. Do you remember the cross? Are you being blessed by the cross? It is to make you serious Christians. It's to make you serious Christians. Because another fact of life is that there are people, is it just as there are students who are not serious? How many of you know students who are not serious? I mean, the person is a student, but he's not serious. How many of you know anybody like that? So it's not serious. And how many of you are, are not serious or were not serious when you were a student? You are not. You're not a serious person. Yes. Yeah. And you know, you know the result of not being serious, isn't it? Yes. yes. So in, a, in the same way, in the same way, there are Christians who are not serious. They are. They are. They are Christians. It means that they go to church all the time, but they're not serious. I think that I was telling you how I said to somebody that she's not serious. She and her beloved are not serious people. Did I tell you? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember that I told you? Yes. I told you they are not. I said, yeah. Both you, both you. It was the, the lady who was speaking to me. So I said, both you and him, you're not serious people. I said, never count yourself as serious. He, I said, he thinks he's serious. I said, go and tell him. I said, he's not serious. I mean, he's not. It's not, um, it's not, it's not even like an issue of rebuke me or correct me. Or, I said, you are just not serious people. I will not spend my saliva on making corrections. <laughs> yes, the pair of, the pair of, the pair of you are so unserious. Yes, they're so unserious. You're like orange juice that's over diluted. As you are drinking it, you are not sure. You are not sure. You are not sure whether you are drinking oranges or you are drinking water. You are two unserious people. So the message of the cross is to infuse seriousness into your walk with God because you have to be serious with God. Yeah, someone says serious. I don't mean you shouldn't smile or you shouldn't laugh. Or you shouldn't crack jokes. Or you shouldn't eat. I don't mean walk, walk around. I'm serious. When someone asks you, what's your name? Then you respond and talk. What's your name? Shandele Bikata Shabbatai. That's not. That one. That one, you are developing a mental problem. Jeez. No. That's all that, that, that's all that I mean. I walk, I walk around speaking in tongues all the time. No, I don't, I don't, I don't speak in tongues. No, I don't walk around every second I'm speaking in tongues. I mean, anytime, it's like anytime nobody's talking to me, then when you're talking, I say, yes, okay. As soon as you finish up, that's not, that's not being serious. That's not being serious. But you see, if it's, if it's your profession, Take, you take your profession seriously. You abide by all the codes and the whatnots that go with your profession. Because you know if you don't. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you're in, in a relationship, you take your relationship serious. How many of you take your relationship serious? Yes. That's why it hurts you when it doesn't work. It hurts you so much because you feel you invested so much into it. You put so much into it. Yes. As um, um, guys, brothers who married and then they don't get what they thought they would get. It's very painful for them. Is it because, because, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? 
One meeting. I'm the chair of a meeting. Is it because guys don't cry and talk a lot and spread it? You don't. You, you you actually don't know when they are suffering. Well, yes, it's true. You don't. You don't know. You don't know when a man is suffering. You don't know when your father is suffering. Maybe it's it's through preaching. It's through the first love type of preaching and our bishop's type of preaching and teaching that has given some of us a glimpse into our parents' marriage if they had one. Yes. That's given us a glimpse into it that, oh, you see, when you grow up, you discover that, oh, daddy was actually suffering. But it was mommy was always crying and complaining and talking and saying things. She was the one who was always talking because women naturally talk more. But does it mean that they are right? But as you hear the preaching, you, you are discovering that mommy must have been very difficult. She's a difficult person to live with. I mean, hard. Hard, hard, hard to live with. Even you, you can't wait to marry. You pray, you pray as though you are so much in love. That's why you always talk about your mind. But it's, it, you can't stay with her. So, 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 so what? <laughs> what? What are we talking about? So, how did uh, the men come into this? So, I was telling you that. So, guys also sometimes, not even sometimes, very often, I would dare say that more often, guys are more disappointed in marriage and maybe in relationships than even ladies are. But, be, but you see, you, you'll be surprised because they don't cry. Yes, they don't cry. They don't run to pastors every morning. Uh-huh. They don't talk. They don't say anything. They just live. A lot of them behave like Joseph's. A lot, a lot of them put up this kind of awanistic attitude and be here. They are suffering, but they are living with it. Not, nothing is up to their dream or their expectation. Including the human being that is, is with them. It's not, it's not even as nice as you see here on a Sunday morning. It's not even that nice. Ah. One day, One day, I visited a certain brother, a certain couple. When you open their front door and you enter the house, within one max two steps, then the stairs, you see the stairs that go upstairs, and then to the right, a right turn is to the reception room, a left round the stairs is to the kitchen. So when I entered, we got talking. Then he took me to the front door. Then he said to me, when she comes from work, this is a very bubbly, bubbly girl. You see her in church. Bubbly. I mean, 
Look, there's, there's nothing that that lady can't do. Anything I've given her, she's able to do. When I tell her, do this, you'll do. Do this, you'll do. Things that people can't do, she will do. She's excellent at multitasking. She can, she can combine things and get everything done and come and give you a report. Then he said to me, he said, when she opens it, he said, you're, you know, So this, so here, when she comes, gets in here around 5.30 p.m. Or let's say 6 p.m. from work. When she opens the door, she, she knocks her shoes off here. This, uh, the children might have littered something around the stairs. Which he said, she'll pick this up. Pick this up. Pick this up like that. And then climb the stairs. And say, that is it. Doesn't talk. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't do anything with that. I said, you are lying. <laughs> yes, I said, you are lying. Because you, because you should see her Sunday morning. You should see her Sunday morning. You would like to marry her. <laughs> mover, mover, organizer, achiever, attainer, solver of all issues, has answers to everything. He said, he said, she doesn't to me. She, she does not talk to me. In, she doesn't talk. Picks one, two, three, then up in the room till next morning that she's going to work. Even, even his food doesn't even come to question. Have you eaten? Will you eat? And then I'll be thinking, what about her shower? Does she bath? Me, she doesn't even have a bath. Yes, but you can't, you see, till I went into the house, he's never complained. You should see him standing by her in, in church and in public. Perfect, perfect couple. You would like to take photos with them? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. In public, perfect. Happy. He, he never said anything. No, 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 no. The day I went to the house, I don't even know what made him say it. Then he said it. He moved me from the room back to the front door. He said, here, you pick, she'll pick this up, pick this up, pick this up, then climbs. That is it. He said, that's what I live with. That's what I like. What you see, what you see on Sunday is not what it is. But he's never complained. Yeah. So he will be he will be disappointed because he had hope that this person will bring life into his life, light into his life, excitement, entertainment. Is of buying is of buying a four K telly. You will have this one. A real human being moving around, chatting, sweet, pleasant, sweet. You know how people are sweet? Sweet. But he didn't have that. I didn't get that. <laughs> Sometimes I laugh when new people think that they have something they are carrying up. We can see what you have from a distance. We know what you have. 
better, it's better even to talk about it to be helped than to think that it's impossible. It's been seen before. Are you have traveled? Yes. I'm talking to you about seriousness. Just seriousness. When you're serious about something and you don't get it, you'll be disappointed. You'll be disappointed. I've been serious with some people before. Virtually all of them, not all, but virtually all disappointed me. All. I can say all. But they are not a lot. All of them. All of them went down the stream. Because I really like them. I really believed in them. I really placed, I don't think I placed my last dollar, but I placed most of my dollars on them. <laughs> but all of, all of them, all of them were not serious. All. I said most, you see, it's become all. I take it as all. Totally non-serious people. Non-serious and uh, non-teachable. Do you understand? Because you, see, you can be not serious and then you can be taught and trained. They become, but they are also not teachable. Rude, stubborn. I don't even know the words to use. But I'm a spiritual person. So, it's what a spiritual person does that he turns away and looks elsewhere. That's what he does. He turns away. Otherwise, he will be hurt, pain, always complain. No, a spiritual person just turns away. He just moves on. Just move. You, just, you move away from people who are not serious. I really like them. And I still like them. But they are not serious. No, if I see them, if I see them today, I'll give them hugs. I really like them. Wow. Last week too, you were very quiet. Today too, you are quiet. Why? The message, you see. Yeah. So we're talking about the cross. The cross brings, it makes you see that aspect of Christianity. It's what determines how serious you are or how non-serious you are. If you can take up your cross. So let's read it again. Matthew 16, 24. It says that then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. This is this also one of the things that causes the gap. Because like, like Paul said, I die daily. There are people when in situations where they have to apply the cross so that they can move on. They don't. Then they become human, normal human of human beings of convenience, comfort, must be away, I must have my way, must be as I've dreamt. Instead of sacrifice, instead of letting some things go, they don't let it go. Then they get stuck. See, there are also people who get stuck at a certain level. They get stuck. I can't imagine what I'll be like if all I knew and all I did is, is what I was when I was uh, a shepherd uh, 30 years ago. I can't imagine what I'll be like that I'm still at shepherd level. Do you know I was a shepherd once? What do you call basenta leader? I was a basenta leader. Yes. In 1991, 1992, I was a basenta leader. You are not born, isn't it? Or almost born. 
Yes, I was a percenta leader. So can you imagine? Can you imagine that I'm still at the level? All I know is what a percenta leader knows. You see, but I have grown. I have matured. I've developed. I've moved on. I've done. I've, you see, there's a price at every stage that you have to pay to move. When you don't pay that price, you get stuck. That's why Jesus is saying that. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. You need your cross to follow Christ. You need a cross. You must have a cross. You must have a cross. You must deny yourself. Uh, if I start talking about deny yourself, it's a whole uh, message. You have, to, you, have to, you, have, you have to deny your femaleness. You are too female. You're too female. Your hormones are slowing you down. And you think, you see, that's, the Bible says that God made them male and, male and female. That's how God made them. Male, it, mean, it must mean something. Male and female. That's why the toilets are different. It's human beings these days who are saying that we are the same. And so they've introduced, uh, what do they call it? What's Unisex toilets, so everybody can go in. You see, and then you, it's, no, no, you, you wait. It is, it's not even a prophecy or a word of God. You wait. When, the, when evil starts happening in those toilets, then they'll change their minds again. They are waiting for people to be raped. People, things to happen to people. They say, oh, no, it's, it's, no matter what you are, uh, go to your previous sex. As, they'll not even say, as God made it. They'll say, your previous sex. Use that washroom. But God made them male, God made them male and female. The way he thinks is different from the way she thinks. How he feels is different from how she feels. Every male has, I don't know whether, a bit of femaleness. There's some, a bit, everybody has it a bit. Some have more than others. But it doesn't mean that you are female. If you don't know what, if you don't know whether you're male or female, use use the look in front of. <laughs> it will tell you. I mean, if all signs fail, all signs fail. Lift up your shirt, pull your trousers out like this, and look. This it should tell you what you are. Nothing else can tell you. It should, it will tell you what you are. Yes. And if you're a lady, you can't look in public. You have to go to the bathroom. If you're confused, whether you're a man or, or not, you're not sure. Because so some, some ladies also have a bit of the male. Um, no, you're, we're not all our students, science students, so we can't use. It, it, the, 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 you have a bit of the male uh, juices. Juices. Uh huh. So when you're not sure, so maybe it makes you walk faster or lift things up. Or move things, or organize things, or you feel strong, or just by fashion or taste, you you like short hair. It doesn't mean you're a man, or you like trousers because you like trousers and shirt, and because you don't walk so ladylike, because you walk like somebody has given you a push. <laughs> it, it doesn't look. 
Let me hear a man. You are not a man. The father, you don't enjoy the company of the company of girls. It doesn't make you a man. It doesn't make you a man. You're just a tomboy. Just a, you're, a, you're, you're a girl who is a bit like Thomas. Yes. Don't let evil spirits. So you, you, you have to go to the washroom. You don't do yours. You have to go to a washroom. Since you like wearing trousers as well, open, open your flap and look. If you can't see, look in front of a mirror. When you open it, look at what you see. If you don't have two things dangling, it means that you are not a man. You are not a man. Ah, you don't like what I'm saying. I don't know how else I can make it. Yes. Yes. From the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. You have to respect that. Respect it. Respect it. That's how God made it. That's how God made it. Respect it. Respect it. So when you say deny yourself, some of you have to deny your femaleness of insecurities, jealousies, envies, fear. Fear. Ladies suffer more from fear than men. Fears. You have fears. Fears of what if this doesn't work? Fear of what if this is like this? Fear of what if this? Especially, especially when you are in a good place, when you are blessed. When you are, when you are blessed, expect the attack of fear because there's a sense of will I lose this thing that I have so you have to pray against it and bind it and instead of becoming suspicious that everything is going to get spoiled does he like somebody else because now you have you have a nice you've got you've got the nice guy and the good guy you've got the guy who goes to church every Sunday You've got the guy who prays every morning. He prays. You've got the guy who when you say that, I have a headache. He says, I rebuke it in Jesus' name. He doesn't ask. He doesn't ask. Have you taken Panadol? His first response is, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. But then you say, amen. So you are happy that you have a man of faith. After you have this, now you are wondering who else will come and take him? You see, it's your, it's your femaleness. You shout at people. Shout. It's a shriek voice. Your mother and your father, who shouts more in the house? Don't answer. Don't answer one. <laughs> There are some questions you don't answer. There are also some questions you don't answer. There are some questions that are also don't answer one. Don't answer two. Don't answer three. Don't answer four. Don't answer five. Don't answer six. Don't answer seven. Don't answer eight. Don't answer nine. Don't answer ten. Yes. So you should know ten questions in your life you shouldn't answer. So when I say deny yourself, you have to deny a bit of the excessive femaleness. 
It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's to the extreme. You can, you can see sometimes the makeup is to the extreme. It's so... Listen, listen. Look, I haven't started my message today. So if you don't... If you don't allow me to preach... Yes. You will see that, you see, there's a reason for the makeup. Makeup does make you pretty. I mean, it looks good on you. I mean, can you imagine a man with, can you imagine uh, uh, a pastor here with makeup on his face? Ah, I don't even know. I don't know. You you wonder what's wrong with him. That's why lifting of weights and things is for men. Just as makeup is for you. Because you have pretty faces. And we have muscular bodies. So we enhance. Everybody enhances what God has given him already. God has given you beauty. So you enhance the beauty with the makeup. And then God has given us muscles. Or like someone said, muscles. Uh So we also emphasize it. Don't you like it when you see a guy whose uh, chest is shaking? He can shake one side and shake the other side. Yes. But you see, in both, listen. Shush, shush. In both, there's the extreme. You see the girl who now can't live without makeup. I mean, she can't. She can't live without makeup. We were in a camp once and started a meeting in the morning. I mean, a meeting amongst like a few pastors. So there were lady pastors there, whatever. So a meeting before the main camp, which is quite normal and common. So when the meeting, when the meeting talking, 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 then one of the lady pastors shouted, Hey! And then she got up. Put her hands on her head and ran out of the room. So they were wondering. I mean, we've been, we've been with her for about 30, nothing less than 30 minutes. 30 to 45 minutes. I mean, talk, we've been talking of serious things. Do you know what the problem was? Throughout the camp, she's been wearing a wig. And because the meeting was early in the morning, she forgot to put it on. And so she had been sitting there as God made her. And to be honest, none of us guys have even noticed. We don't, we don't even care. We don't even care. We don't even notice. So when she screamed and she went out, I mean, she ran, she ran out, she ran, she ran for her dear life. When she came, rather, now she, I mean, I remember when she, when she came back, she had this flowy hair. She looked so false, so unreal. Because she was sitting there with us like, like, like a boy, we had not even noticed.
I'm sure some of you ladies can, I mean, you can relate with this, isn't it? You know how she felt. Look, she screamed. I think she tried to touch her head. And she felt, she felt something short. Sitting here. So it's like she felt like, what have I done? It's like, oh my God. What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> but the truth that we are done not well, we're very serious it's a very serious discussion yes. guys also you have to deny yourself of your maleness guys have a lot of lust desire, desire to have sex Yes. When a guy is sleeping with you, do you understand? Not like lying on the same bed, but having sex with you. That's what I mean by sleeping. (laughs) Never, remember that I told you, never ever think it means love. Never. It made a male and female Female thrive on attention. Attention is almost like sex to you. It's like when he gives me attention, it's like he I mean he really likes me. He really likes me. He really likes me. When he is moving up and down, if you like ask him after, when he finished, ask him, will you marry me? He will ask you, Are you mad? Are you mad? Are you mad? Are you, are you mad? Or if you don't say my, if you ask that, can I go and meet your mother? Can I go home with you today? You, you ask you, are you okay? Are you okay? I mean, are you okay? You want to come to my house to meet my mother? Are you okay? You must be tired. So anyway, back to my passage. <laughs> so deny him. I told you deny himself is a message. You see, it's, 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 a, it's taking a while to explain deny himself. So you, see, you have to deny yourself to be able to serve God and to walk with God. We shouldn't feel, even you're a lady, you're a basenta, we shouldn't feel that this is a woman. This is a woman. A woman. Hey, woman. We the women. No, no, no. I don't believe it. I believe in Christians. If you're a lady, you which I be a Christian. Never ask me in the so long as I live. Never ask me that. Can you have a women's meeting? Never ask me that question. I, Richard, I am telling you, never ask me that question. If you want there to be peace between us, never ask me that. Question. Can you gather some women and do some? Gather sheep and teach them scriptures. If you ask me that question, that day you become my enemy. That day. I will mark, I will mark you. I will mark you. As someone who creates division. When you finish meeting a woman, what about, what about the Jamaicans? Will you meet the Jamaicans too? Did, to God, did God not make you Jamaicans? God made you. You say, can I meet the Jamaicans? We say, can I meet the Nigerians? 
And then what about the graduates? After that, will you be the graduates? There are so many groups and divisions in the church. Why do you want, why, why how come your calling is for women? Don't, don't start. Tell, tell your neighbor, I won't, I won't start. I won't start. Yes. Yes. I can, t- I can tell you, you didn't know this side. Oh, yes, today I've told you. Never, don't start. Don't Christians, Christians. Christians, don't talk about women. When you finish, what about the men? Okay, I also want to see all the men after church. I mean, we have some special things we want to discuss. We the men, you see, we the men. We the women. We the women, we are going here. We the women, we are going there. We the women, we are going to do this. We the women, we the women. We, every day, women, woman, 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 woman. What, what do you do out of your woman, woman, womanness? Oh, deny yourself and follow Christ. Mm. And then take up his cross. So I told you that the first sign of symbol, what the cross means, is sacrifice. And we went through a lot of things about sacrifice. You should take up your cross. And everybody has his cross. Take up his cross means your cross. Not my cross. Not Jesus' cross. He's not talking about his cross. He's also saying, you too, you have a cross. Why did I tell those two friends that you are not serious? Because they, 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 their, cross, their cross is, I think, it's in the, it's, I think the lady has made it into an earring and she's wearing Yes, she, wears, she was wearing a cross earring. It's like, it's like a decoration. It's just something that you wear in your ears or around your neck or you hang in your room. You take it up like Jesus took his own. And he went, he went to a place to be crucified and to die. So the next meaning of the cross is that it's a symbol of death. You die. What does it mean to die? You cease to exist. So some things have to cease to exist in your life if you have your cross. You write, this church, we write notes, okay? Apart from first timers, they will be hearing for the first time. But second timers. Yeah. It's a symbol of death. It's the, you see, there's a death you have to experience. As soon as you are serious, God, there's a death you have to experience. Some things have to cease to exist in your life. They have to stop. They have to be quenched. You have to stop them. Things have to start dying. Some of them, some of them will die instantly. Some won't die inst- instantly. Some will die over a period, but they must die. Eventually, they must die. Some sickness, some things can kill you immediately, like a car crash. But most sicknesses don't kill you immediately. If it will kill you immediately, it will kill maybe the same day. By the morning, by evening, you are dead. But you don't, you don't die like you breathe something, then you are dead. No. Even this, uh, the. What is it? The Russian problem. Yes, Novichok. Yes, Novichok. They don't even die immediately. So far, it's only one who has died. Yes, all of them have survived. 
as deadly as it is. So some things, are you listening to me? Some things in your life that you came into Christ and you came into the faith with doesn't die and won't die immediately. But expect it to die and work towards it dying from your life. You can't continue forever. You can't continue forever. You see, I, I, I know a group of people I keep talking about this group a lot. But one of the things I've even discovered, I, I don't know, I don't know. It's, it must be a spiritual problem. But it's, it even sounds like in, lack of intelligence. Is that they keep announcing their problem and confessing it. Oh, so every time they say, oh, so I'm sorry, I'm rude. Um, this, this. So they, they use the word rude a lot, rude. I know I'm rude. I'm the, but you see, if you know you are rude, how long are you going to be rude? How long are we going to live with your rudeness? I know I'm rude, I'm like this, but I'm trying. I'm, you're not trying in it. You're not trying. It's been five years. It's been five years. You're always rude. You're unteachable, unlovable, unlovable. Do you understand unlovable? Can you see how you can stroke dogs? Have you you can stroke the dog? And dog will be there. You can't laugh. There are people who can't receive love. They can't receive love. If you try loving them, they reject it. Try caring. It's like, it's like there's some fundamental problem. But you see, when you come into the faith, you should be able to assess yourself and say, look, the way I am, I can't progress in this way. You can't progress with your rudeness. You can't progress with your pride. You can't progress with your unteachable nature. You can't, you can't make do well and advance in life with this um, excessive appetite for sex. You can't. Can you? No, it's not compatible with Christianity. It's not. You can't. So there are things that have to be killed. You can't forever say that I've got to do this after. You see, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, I don't know how many times it can be understood. It's okay, it will die. One day it will die. But you see, you, you, you have to believe that I've got to kill it. I have to kill it. This thing has to die in me. Because it doesn't die in you, it is going to destroy you. Perhaps, perhaps. This understanding is what people don't have and they move along with dangerous traits. Dangerous traits. Because they don't believe that it can cause their elimination from the faith. God forbid you will never be eliminated. But there are things that people have that it can eliminate them from the faith. Yeah, It can even guide you into another faith. You see, because you're not serious. And so you will think that I didn't succeed in Christianity. So Christianity is not real. Christianity is not true. Christianity is not powerful. So let me try this other one. Yeah. God forbid it will never happen to you. You see, that is where, that's why I keep telling you that you, see, you have to be serious. And do the things that you need to do. Do what you have to do. Steal some things out of your life. Some things have to die. It has to be. It has to die. It should be there forever and ever and ever and ever. It's like, 
Because Satan's aim, you see, what the apostle he said, I have fought a good fight of faith. It's a fight. But you see, you have to believe. You have to believe. You have to be a believer. You have to, you have to believe and you have to obey. Faith is obedience and obedience is faith. If you have faith, what you have is obedience. Obedience to the word of God. Obedience to instruction. Obedience to direction. You will obey. You would want to do what the Bible says. That's a man of faith. A man of faith is simply a man who is following God and doing what God says do. God says go on mission. He's gone. No discussion. No discussion. No discussion. No forms to fail. I used to tell people who keep telling that, would like to go on mission. I used to tell them, those who will go have gone. What you are doing is a sign that you will never go. And true to my word, those people don't go. They, don't, they are non-achievers. Because everything of theirs is meetings and discussions. But read about Abraham. Read about Jacob. Ask Jacob who, who told him that God was here. When he woke up from the dream, he said God was here. And he, he said God was here. His next thing was, his next thing was offerings and sacrifice. Because he's seen God. No promptings, no discussions. The people who didn't do it, they're the ones who always have something to discuss. All the time. Let's discuss. Can I see you? Can I see you? Can I see you again? I'd like to come and see you. This is, those are the stubborn, 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 rude, non-yielding people who hide, they hide behind the curtain and the veil of, I want to see you. I have a question. I have this. But they are stubborn. They are disobedient. They are rebellious. They always have they always have essays. They want to send essays to you and then they ask you, what do you think? What do you think? Instead of flowing, flowing with what they've had, flowing with the person. Say, okay, so I'll do this. So okay, so okay, then I'll do this. Okay, then I'll go and talk to my parents. Okay, then I'll finish off with my wife. Okay, then I'll discuss my, with my wife. Okay, then I'll discuss. You see. It, it, it means that it means if you experience you know that what the person is telling you that is that I won't do I can't do because watch the same person do other things you, you even you, you are even tempted sometimes to ask that, don't you have parents anymore or don't you have a wife anymore don't you have somebody that you, you respond to you should see them doing other things and the difference, the difference is the conviction. The person has a conviction for this, but hasn't got a conviction for that. What they don't have conv- convictions for, they have discussions about. What they don't care about, they keep sending you apologies, repeating the same words. I know I'm rude. <sighs> Who goes to the GP and says that, you know, I know. <laughs> I know I have HIV. I know. But it's okay. It's almost like I just want to tell that I know. See, the person doesn't even believe that you can't kill him. 
the baby is not asking for treatment. It's not moving away from. It's like, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Have it. I know. Have it. So, you know, see you again. Yes. I know. Have it. I know. Have this. I know. I'm like this. Some things have to die. Don't worry. Turn your Bibles to. Where would you like to turn it to? To anywhere I say. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Are you from Hebrews chapter 2? Verse 9. It says that. But we see Jesus. Who was made a little lower than the angels. For the suffering of death. For the suffering of the can you see how glorious and powerful the name Jesus is? Yes. For we know Jesus. But then it points out to us how he became Jesus. For the suffering of death. For the suffering of death. Galatians chapter 2. Now this is you. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Let me ask you a question. Are you crucified with Christ? Or you've joined first love? Yeah, first love. That's for five years you've been saying that I'm rude. I know I'm rude. I know I'm proud. I mean, how can you make such confessions for five years? I know I'm rude and I know I'm proud. Should I ask you whether you're a witch then? Because you won't change. You're not changing. You keep repeating the same, the same issue. Years and years and years and years. It's like the same, you keep announcing the same problem. Is it a lack of intelligence or another kind of problem? The qualification of a Christian. I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. You didn't die. Isn't it? He died and he rose up. But you didn't die. Okay. But you, by faith, you believe. You believe. And I told you, our faith is obedience. Yeah. So you, start, you started obeying, if you like, a new set of rules to have a new lifestyle. So you started crucifying, that is, killing certain things in your life. So that you can live the new life. So he says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. It means I am, I am not buried and gone. I'm still around. But I am crucified with Christ. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And then the life which I now live, that is my current life, my current lifestyle, the lifestyle that I now have. <laughs> In the flesh, I live it, I live the now life that I have, I live it by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, can you see right there, two lives? That is is what is explaining the importance of dying. 
So the old life has to die so that the new life can begin. Because the two lives can't go together. They won't get far. They won't get far. They can't get far. You can't live the two lifestyles. It won't last. One will overcome the other. One will overcome the other. One will definitely gain advantage. Or, so he said, the life which I now live, the life, the now life that I have, it's a life of faith. It's a life of obedience. It's a life of taking up my cross. It's a life of I am crucified with Christ. It's like now when you see me, you are looking at someone who has crucified the old man. Crucify the old nature. The old nature doesn't exist. Now Now I'm living by faith. Even if you remind me what I used to be like, I'll tell them, old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. What you see now is a new man. It's a new person. You see, there has to be a distinction and a difference between what you were and what you are now. Yeah. A lot of things have to change in your life. You can't, you can't start going to church on Sundays. If the Monday to Thursday you hang out with this old group. No, you don't belong there. You don't fit in there anymore. Listen, the, the now life, the life which I live now. First, I am crucified with Christ. And then the life which I live now is like a new person. How can, how can, how can you have those old phone numbers? How do you even call them? How do you even reach out to them? I've been a Christian for some years now. I, the other day I went into uh, my phone to look at block numbers. I was surprised to find 14 block numbers of Christians. Hmm. I have 14. If I try, I'll block you. You think we just block demons? No, no, no. I, I block human beings. Because your, your messages are, it's like, not you, not you. It's like, it's like, it's almost like demon speaking. I block you just now. I block you just now. Better learn fast. <laughs> because you see, there's, are you understanding what I'm saying? There's a now life. I'm explaining to you that the, the reason for the death and how the death will happen and what is the proof that the death has happened that there is a now life there is a now life that how you talk is different you can tell that because as you are growing up they said you were rude you are very um, uh, quick tempered and very lippy so, 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 you, are so proud, you, are, you are still like that it should be, it should be an issue of the past that what I used to be. You don't call. You don't call upon past pride. Oh, you used to be a sex machine. Girls, girls used to say that your thing, your thing is big and nice. So now that you are born again, you are still using it and priding, priding yourself that your thing is big. Ah. You see, it is a proof to you that you haven't taken up your cross and you haven't died. Because your credential still includes the size of your male organ and you are still using it actively. 
Am I saying something bad? Yes. The life which I now live. I now live a certain life which is different from the old life. If the life which you now live, which is which, the only thing you've asked that you go to church on Sundays, then I'll tell that then play squash on Sundays. Play squash on Sundays. Because if you go to church on Sundays, then there has to be the life which I now live. 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 The life that I am living now. What I, the way I am living now is totally different. Totally different. Totally different. The life that I live now is totally different from what before I became born again. Though it has nothing to do with drinking, smoking, fornication, whatever. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. I can tell that I might as well should have done because I, the, there's no deal between me and those who did it. All of us needed the blood. When it got, it got to repentance, we all needed the blood. But I had a life. The things that God detests is not just fornication and, and, and those those. Big things that you mentioned. There are things. There are things that you have. There are things that I, ha- I had to move away from. I had to move away. So I can say the life that I now live. The life that I now What can people do? I mean. It's like when they're talking, they still say things that I don't take nonsense. I don't take. You see, you're, you're so proud. Read your scriptures. And read and check six things that God hates. And see which of them includes um, fornication. You'll be shocked. Show them. Show them. Show them the six things. Look at it. Don't let me read it. Let me save my saliva. You can all read, can't you? Yes, look at it carefully. Look at it carefully. Hmm. Have you finished reading? Can I continue preaching? Yes. Look at it. Look at it for yourself. You see what God, this is what God hates. This is what God hates. As you keep repeating, I say, I'm rude and I know I'm rude. I know I'm proud. I know I'm like this. And, and, and lying, you lie. You lie, never say the truth. Always twist, always twisting facts and twisting things. My most frightening experience as a pastor was never a ghost that appeared in my room. Or even a demon or a devil. My most frightening experience was my discovery that someone around me was a liar. Hey, I know. I don't lie to you. I was scared. Hey, I was scared. That person frightened me. She frightened me out of my socks. I got out of my shoes and I got out of my socks too. I, could, I, just, I just couldn't imagine that such a person can concord stories over weeks. So let me not go into that story today. By a lying tank, it's a very dangerous thing. 
I know fornicators. I know adulterers. I'm not afraid of them. I must wear my shoes. So I'm, I'm okay. I didn't, I, I've, not, I've not run. I, I don't think I've ever run away from a fornicator or an adulterer. I don't, know, I'm, I'm, I don't even find them scary. Especially when it's clear, this is what it is, and you are being asked, do you have a beard on your face or not? They say, oh no. <laughs> oh no. It's a mirage. If you go, if you go back a bit, you say it will disappear. <laughs> Liars, eh? No. Take, take the verse off so I don't talk about lying. I was talking about the life which I now live. The life which you now live. You see, the, the life which you now live has to be different from the life that you used to live. The life that you live now. It has to be different. It has to be different. If you want to, so, what should I give you? Say, what should I give That's what I'm saying. The life that you lived and the life that you now live, is there a difference? If there's no difference, then it means that today, my brother, I beg you, take up the cross. Take up the cross. There are some things you have to start nailing. You have to start nailing. Because you're growing up. You're not 15 years old anymore. You're growing up. You're growing up. Yeah. It's like those of you who have been around the bed. You're growing up. Yeah. When I knew when we started First Love Church, you were slimmer. If there was no sign, you were slimmer. You filled up. I've watched you fill up. Like filling up at a fuel station. I've watched you fill up. And I've said to myself, hey, my Lord and my God, you are beautiful. I've watched them. I've watched them. I've watched little girls fill up. You have to change some things. Colossians chapter 3. Are you still here or you are going? Are you going? Do you want to stay? Okay. It's getting better. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Wow. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead. Ooh. And your life is hid with Christ in God. Those of you who are afraid of witches, your life is hid in Christ in God, with God. When will a witch fly to God and say, hey, give, me, give me this person? He can't, they, witches and demons, they can't affect your life. Remember this verse, that your life is hid with Christ in God. Have you hidden something before? One of the things you should try hiding is money. The day you discover it one day, you'll be very, very happy. How many of you have had that experience before? Yes. Yes. Even if it's five pounds, try hiding five pounds somewhere. Just pray that they don't change the note. Otherwise, when you find it, you see that it's verse four. When Christ, who is who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Beautiful. Verse five. Mortify. Do you understand mortify? Give us another translation so they understand mortify. Another translation doesn't got mortify. So put to death. Put to death the sinful earthly things 
lurking within you. <laughs> Put to death. Mortify means kill. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Then it tells you, have nothing to do, number one, with sexual immorality. Okay? Sexual immorality. Have nothing to do with it. All your fornications end today. Your amen is very weak. If you are thinking, I don't fornicate, stop it. Stop it. Don't let me explain things to you. Stop it. Jesus said, when you desire a woman in your heart, when you look at her, you look at her. How many, of you have, how many brothers have looked before? You looked in a way that you are very happy that it's not, there's no video that shows your thoughts. Uh-huh. Yes. Brothers, how many of you have looked before? Put your hands down. Brothers, how many of you have looked today? Today you've looked. Hey, don't lie. Don't lie. Some of you are not lifting up your hands what, because, because of the sister sitting next to you. What, you. what you don't know is that, what you don't know is that they don't, they don't despise you or look down on you because you say you look. They are rather happy that they look attractive. That's what you don't know. You think if you lift up your hand, they will say, oh, dirty guy. No, 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 no. If you lift up, they will rather say, oh, yeah, I'm cute. It's working. They'll say it's working. My clothes have worked today. The brothers are, are dying. You think when they were dressed now, they didn't have your mind? They had your mind. You, they were thinking about you. The mirror, the mirror is just to make sure they have reached their target. That they've got enough of the bump. But they aim to show the bump. They aim for it. So the test I'm running now, they are very happy. They are checking whether it's working or not. Sister, go to Colossians 3. Sexual immorality. Next one is impurity. Next one is lust. And then the last one is evil desires. And then don't be greedy. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshipping the things of this world. So all these things, all these things, you have to ask yourself, is there anything like this in my life? Is there anything like this in my life? It, it means that it has to go. It has to go. It has to go. And it's not a joke. It has to go. It has to go out of your life. It has to go out of your life. Impurities. Evil desires. Things that things that stain your 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 pureness. Yeah. The things that stain. Stains it. Those are impurities. Have you seen clean water? There's some countries when you go there, when you see people selling water, they call the water pure water. Pure water. Yes. Listen, listen. 
Even you, you don't know how to say it. There's an emphasis on the T. Pure water. Pure water. Pure water. Pure water. It's pure. It means there are no impurities. When you drink it, you don't have a tummy upset. The water is pure. The water is clean. It means it's clean. There are some things that are, they are little, but it doesn't make you pure. They are, they are little. They are little things, little activities, little trips, little meetings, little visits. It doesn't make you pure. One day, I heard of some two brothers fighting. Not fighting physically. But one, in fact, one of them was actually accusing the other of doing something bad. So I said, what is the story? Tell me the story. Okay, I can tell you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But see, there, there are little things. Not big things. After your phone, when you, 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 you switch on to blackmama.com, you know where you are going. You know what you are going to watch. Uh-huh. Don't you know? You know. <laughs> you know. When you drive, if, if, that's if you drive and you sit in your car or whatever you do, you start moving towards a certain direction to a particular house. You know that this place you are going, you're not going to do witnessing. It's not for it's not for witnessing. I mean, don't you know? Don't you know that some homes, when you enter, when you enter, you bound to take your trousers off. I mean, don't you know? Oh, I'm asking you a question. Don't you know? It's not even it's not even like some spirit has come over. No, it's, sure. You've been with the Holy Spirit and he never came upon you to pray for people to receive Holy Ghost baptism. You are now coming to blame another spirit that has taken you to somebody's address. You know, you know what you are doing. There's only one thing that happens there. There are some. There are some shops when you enter. Don't you know? Don't you know you bomb and spend money? Maybe I haven't told you that there are some shops I don't go there. Because when I go, I know I'll, I'll spend. So I don't go there. I go there when I want to spend. Yes, I don't go. I go. That's why I say, I say, oh, you. I've overcome you. That's the place when you go, you know. You know if you go to Nando's, you know. You know you have five pounds left on your account. And you are going into the Nando's. Hoping that what? Today the, the wings will be what? Two pounds. You know. You know by the time you are leaving, you'll be overdraft. Overdrawn. Yes. Anyway, the impurities, the little things. And then the last. And the evil desires. So, how do we overcome this? Let me, let, me, let me give you 
some keys that you can use to overcome. Overcome these, these things that the Bible gives an idea of what you have to kill in your life. You have to kill. You have to be slaughtered. Take up your cross, which is a symbol of death. So you can have the new, how many of you are going to have a new life? Which is totally different from what it used to be. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. They used to be proud. Now you're no longer proud. You used to be rude. You used to be active. I mean, you are like, You have Lord of the Flies. You are like a Lord of Sex. Then now, now it's almost as though you are impotent. It's a new life. It's a new life. It's the cross that will give you a new life. It's the cross that will give you a new life. New life is through and by the cross. By taking up your cross. That's what Jesus... Give me that Jesus word. The Jesus word we start from Matthew 16, 24. If any man will come after me. If any man, that is, if anybody qualifies to follow me, he must take up his cross. He must take up his cross. Otherwise, you say you are following, but you are disqualified. You are coming, but you are not it. Like there are some, some of our brethren from the other denominations. They don't want to join first love. They are young and they don't want to join first love. But when first love is doing stuff, they want to come. And I'm saying to them now that, you see, we are not a circus. There are no clowns here that you come and watch us and clap and go. We're a church. It's a lost church. So you to concentrate on your church. Concentrate on it. Concentrate on your church. I saw some of them in Ghana. They bought tickets and come. Yes. You didn't go. They came. <laughs> they bought tickets and come. Yes. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to them now that you know what? Look. It's, it's, the, it's not a joke. It's not like a party. It's not like a party. Hey, it's happening here. We are going. Hey, they are doing this. Hey, hey. Look, if, if you want to be part, be part. If we are that nice to you, be part. How many sisters would like a brother just visiting you and just playing around you? Then he goes. If he likes you, he should marry you. Is, is that what you would like to tell him? If you like me, you like me, marry me. Tell him that imagine, imagine having me for the rest of your life 24-7. Ask him, can you imagine it? Can you imagine it? That this thing that you've been visiting, you've been visiting and trying to touch, then I'll say, don't. Touch, I'll say, hey, hey, be careful. Tell that thing that, can you imagine? Can you imagine that you will be his? That he owns you. I mean, Otto, I mean, can you imagine what's happening to you? Like, can you believe it? 
I mean, also, can you believe that it has happened? That the lady is now for you. That even as I'm preaching, you can say to her that, come, excuse me, come. I want to show you something. I mean, do you remember the days when you were imagining? Yes. Imagining. Even when, as though there's some magnetic force. Your hands are to yourself before your hands are going. You remember? I, I remember clearly, Bishop. Your hands, your mind is saying, hands, stay here. It's moving. It's moving. They have to say, They should ask you that, ah, what were you going to do? They say, oh, you remember the dance, a dance move. <laughs> Look, look, if you don't adopt some things, you'll be disqualified from following God. Ephesians chapter 4. You see, after today, you have no explanation to yourself why you you are living two lives. You can't live two lives. You can't live two lives. Mm-hmm. Mr. Michael, one life for Jesus. One life. One life for him. I therefore, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy. Can you give me any ASB? That you walk worthy. Do you remember Jesus saying that? It's like you can't follow me. You'll be disqualified. You can't do it. You will act like you are first love, but you are not first love. If you want to do it, dive into it. Dive into it and do it properly. I'm a believer in doing things properly. That's when I see as though it's not, I don't know whether it's right or wrong. I don't even know. It's not working. I just, I just, I just move away. I think it's right. I move. I just move away. I say that you don't believe in what I believe. You don't like what I like. That is, you don't like it as much as I like it. You don't believe in it as much as I believe in it. We we can't walk. We can't move. I I, I even can't pretend. I can't even help it. I I can't even help it. There are people that I used to talk to them every day, many times a day. I don't talk to them anymore. It's not like a quarrel. I don't have anything to say anymore. Because I could tell the person doesn't believe in what I believe in. I go off, I go off group chats very often. Before I have disappeared. I may not leave, but you said I haven't said it. I haven't said a word on it for a long time. Because there's nothing to say. There's something to say. How can I go and talk to people who don't believe in what I'm talking about? Who see me as a complainer, a talker, a rebuker, a corrector? And they say, when you start talking, you I just stop. I just stop and I create another. I'm always creating groups. I'm always creating a, a group. I'm always creating new groups. All the time. All the time. It's not like I've, I keep quiet, but I've created a new one and I'm talking there. As long as they get, they, too, they get fed up with me, you see, I just move. 
And usually I get about two or three that will move from this one to the other. There are always some people who are constant. They have stamina. They are always coming. And there are others who always drop out. Yeah. I have several people who have dropped off. And I have people who are. They have stamina. They have stink. They are like mountain goats. They have stayed. They are there. Every creature I go, you see, they have appeared. They are there. Flowing. And the others, like I said, they are even happy that I have left them. And you should see, you should see things that they start saying where they are because I'm not there. You should see things that because that's their level. That's their level. Huh. Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which, God, with which you have been called. Do you understand? Worthy is like deservedly. It's like when we see you, when we see it's like now, you should be. Is it like this nice guy has given you his name? Has given you his name. Put a ring on your, on your finger. Who trained you? Stand up. Put your thing down. Just put a ring on your finger. Give you a name. So your name is now what? Mrs. what? Mrs. Ingoy. Yes. So, so, you see, we don't expect you. You understand? We don't expect you to be hanging out if there was, if there was, with some old boy or some old guy. Some old, you expect you to be some a peckham wifey. It's like, it's like the madam of a gang leader. You see, now you have to conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called. You, you, have, to, you have to respect the person and the name, the name the person has given to you and the efforts and the sacrifices. Do you know he sacrificed to marry you? He's left all other girls. Yes. Starting from his nationality, his tribe, people that maybe his mother would have preferred. He has disobeyed his mother for you. Disobeyed his father for you. I mean, I don't know whether he has disobeyed, but he, I mean, oh, he has left. I mean, he has left people for you in hope that he has a wife. And you know what a wife means to a man. So that you have to walk worthy that is he's expecting something you have to deliver you have to deliver comfort happiness smiles food sex in different positions with a smile Like we see you in Dancing Stars. Because I saw you. When Marcella started singing. What was the song? Uh-huh. Then you started. I said, you see, people will be saying that, man, this girl. 
Other brothers who have not learned how to control themselves, when they see you doing, they'll say, they'll say, man. I mean, man. But the question is, does he get that? When you go home, does he, before anything, does he, does he just see you doing the house? Come on, Otto. You're my boy. Otto. Walking worthy of the calling with which you have been called. Without thinking like those old wives, the older ones, when they are talking, they think, uh, but pastor, talk to him too. We won't talk to, we won't talk to him. Do you understand? We will not talk to him. We don't have that spirit in first love. That when you talk to us, they talk to them too. We won't talk to them. We'll talk to you. He has called you with a calling. With a calling, a certain type of calling. There are different other people that he talks to. But he has called you. He has given you his name. Did, did he not give you his name? Yes. He gave you his name, isn't it? Yes. You did. The name you have, you didn't have it before. He gave it to you. Yes. You are so happy. Are you not happy? Very, very happy. He must enjoy you. Okay. Go and kiss him and go and sit. It's okay. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Hey, I'm preaching. It's okay. Go and sit down. You don't like our church. It's the best place to be on a Sunday. Yes. I'm sure it's all you people will learn how marriage can be nice. Yes. Don't look at bad examples. Don't look at the rebels and the stubborn ones. They are history. We've even forgotten about them. <laughs> yeah, we've forgotten about them. In a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called worthy of the calling with which you have been called with which you have been called somebody has called you have to walk in a manner behave behave in a way that deserves that deserves that title that has been given to you or that name that has been given to you now you are in Christ walk in a manner conduct yourself in a way See, these are the weapons that would kill the things we read in uh, Colossians 3 and 5. It will, it will shoot them down. Because that is, this, this one, what we're about to read through is what will give you the new life. It's the new life that I'm about to show you. That will really prove that you have died and you're a new person. That now you are walking in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called. You have been called. Jesus has called you. God has called you. Jesus has saved you. Now you have to conduct yourself in a manner worthy. So when we see you, now, oh yes, I mean, you deserve. You deserve to be a saint, to be a Christian. When you go to church, you are, you are by heart. Do you understand by heart? You live anyhow. By heart means you don't think. 
You just do anything. Do you understand? You say it by, you, you do, you do it by, by, by the heart. <laughs> Not by the head. By the heart. Meaning that you, that you do it by feelings. There's no thinking. Sometimes it says you have to use your head, not your heart. As long as you use your head, you discover things you've been taught that are there. It will help you to tell your heart, heart, relax. 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 So shall I show you the weapons? If you have your cross, this is what you have. This is how you walk. One, with all humility. With all humility. Humble yourself. Key signs of a humble person. The person is like a child. And the person is like a servant. So when you are spoken to, you will listen. When you have a humble wife, you will be happy. Because she can be counseled. She can be spoken to. She can be told what to do and what not to do. Or what, what about the husbands? I'm talking about the wives. I'm talking about the wives. I'm talking about them. They're the ones I'm talking to. That's why I said you will not have women's meeting. Because when I'm preaching, I spend time on you. I've had the women's meeting. <laughs> Because even when you have your, your things, you don't even tell yourself the truth. You don't tell yourself the hard things. Yeah. You go and discuss things that never change you. You, if you're not, you even come back worse. All oh, humility. Oh, be humble. Be humble. When you are humble, you will not say that I am rude. I am proud. Because you won't like it. When you are humble, you can be sent. You can be told what to do. Do this. Move from here. Go here. Change this. That, that. You can be in ministry. You see, ministry to do well, you need a lot of correction. A lot of correction. How can when your boss corrects you at work, you say, yes, please. When your pastor corrects you, you say, why? You say, why? Why, why is he shouting at you? Why is an African shouting at you? But where, where do you come from? Why shouldn't an African shout at you? <laughs> the next thing you need is gentleness. <laughs> gentleness. Gentleness means that you do things gradually. 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 If you are, if you are gentle, one day you'll be married nicely. Without problems, without accidents. Gentle, gradually. That is systematically. You go through the phases systematically. There's no rush. There's no rush. So all these, all these things are shooting against the things we read in Colossians 3. It's fighting it. The impurities, the sexual immorality is lack of, is lack of gentleness and lack of patience. The next one is patience, isn't it? Yes, patience. It's lack of patience. Fornication is lack of patience. I can't wait to marry before I do it. Breaking away from a church is lack of patience and lack of gentleness to grow 
to be taught, to grow, and to be given the chance. So I'll, I'll, I'll break off. Like the brother and, and his girlfriend who were trying to form a cult in the church once. And they are associate. They're an associate who says he becomes God every now and then. Is it because there's lack of there's lack of patience? And then to do things systematically. So they've set up their own shrine. But you need, you see, you, you, so that, now that as they are ministering, they are actually contaminating your spirit. Because they are ministering negative spirits. Prophesying. You see, when you, someone is in the church, happy, stable, you prophesy to the person that God wants, God wants you to be the head. If one of the prophecies they gave to a brother is that from today, the Lord says that he, he the person prophesying, is, is his pastor, his leader. Do you understand? Do you understand? You are all in the church. You have a pastor. And one of your friends says that God has come upon him. And God is telling you that. God says he should tell you that from today. Your pastor is no longer your pastor, but he is your pastor. These are are impurities and spirits. But you see, if you have, if you are walking in a manner worthy for you not to be disqualified, you will be gentle. And then you will be patient. Patient. Patience means waiting for your time. Waiting for your time. Waiting. Waiting. I was traveling once by train. And if my train time was 12 31. You see, 12 31 is my train time. And then that train journey was going to take me two hours to get to where I'm going. I arrived at the station 12 whatever, before 31. Then I saw a train going to the same place at 12 06. And I said to myself, ah, 12 06. Why should I wait for 12 31? <laughs> so I jumped. I, without, without, I have learned that I wasn't patient. I thought I was moving. I was like, I have to get on with it. So I jumped on the 1206. This is the 1231. And I got there almost four hours later. Slow. Slow. Stopping everywhere. And then... And then I had to change trains at a point. And that place that I had to change, trains come like every hour. So by the time I got there, I had missed the one that the 31 would have taken me to. So I had to stand there like a mouse. And wait. In fact, I didn't, I didn't even stand because I, I had an appointment somewhere. So I had to take a taxi. Till today, I can't forget the price. I paid... I, if you don't keep quiet, I won't tell you. I paid, I think, 146 pounds. Yes. For not waiting for 1231. Yes. For not waiting for 1231. I had to come up with 146, either 141 pounds together because I had an appointment. I had to arrive. 
Yes, had to go. But because of lack. So he said, no patience. No patience. To be a center leader. To be a center leader. To become a pastor. To become a man. No patience. You see, your feelings, your, when it gets to meet you, when you start failing with pride, with irritation, with this, that it's a, it should be a sign to you that you are not ready. If you are ready, you, you'll be okay. You say, well, you can't do this. You'll be okay. There's no rush. There's no rush into the ministry. There is no rush. There is no rush. Showing tolerance for one another in love. Tolerance. Can you tolerate each other? Or you don't take nonsense at all? (laughs) Should we tolerate each other? We should become people who are humble, gentle, patient, tolerant. What does the next verse say? We're closing. Being diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit in the bond of you must strive for peace yes watch the watch those who always tell tell you stories that makes you uneasy that makes you break up with friends leave friends you know how some of you ladies are you're always changing groups yes even the people in nando's know you they, they even ask they even ask you well, why is that your friend You don't like peace. You don't strive to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. You have to go for peace that there's always peace around you. Peace amongst your friends. What you say. Some of the things you don't say, you don't say it. But it's a he that repeat, Bible says he that repeateth a matter separateth chief friends. They separate best of friends by repeating a matter. By saying something to someone. Saying it again. You separate best friends. Some things you don't say. Just don't say it. Don't say anything. You pray. Yeah. Otherwise, you always be rotating friends and causing confusion. Instead of, where's my verse? Darling. She always wants me to call her darling, so she does this so I can say darling. Keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. This is peace. Always going for peace. Do you love peace or you love war? Some people don't, don't, people don't like peace. Maybe they're not even aware that they don't like peace. They, all, they want to be right. One new wife was complaining about her husband. An older wife was around them. Not so old, but an experienced one. Then she asked her, do you want to be happy or you want to be right? Which one do you want? Which one do you want? Choose. Do you want to be happy or you want to be right? Yes. Everything. You want to prove a point. Do you want to be happy or you want to be right? You have to choose. You can't have both. Maybe some of you answer and say both. But you can't have both. I'm what? I'm happy when I'm right. <laughs> Your mouth like happiness and rightness. Your mouth. <laughs> yes. Is it a peaceful person 
will not insist on their rights. And a peaceful person, a peaceful person, one who that is full of love. When you have love, love does not insist on his way. You insist. So after a while, you see that your parents, especially your dad, you say, whatever you grow up, you say, he looks like a phlegmatic. Yes. I'm sure most of you, if I ask you, is your dad phlegmatic? Most of you will lift up your hands. But he's not phlegmatic. He's matured. It's a matured character that you are looking at. You say he's phlegmatic because he's always in the house quiet. He just sits down quietly. And then they have a, they have a partner in the house. <laughs> he's the mover and the talker and the rebuker. And the one who has put things in your head. She's always talking. He's always sitting there quietly. Even when you ask him something, he says, go and ask your mom. <laughs> Is it because he wants peace. He wants peace. Because he, he knows if he says this, he knows she's, she's wrong. But he doesn't say it. You want to know whether he's choleric or he's whatever or phlegmatic. Check his achievements. Check what he has done for himself. Look at that carefully. And check what the other one has also done for herself. Apart from giving birth. Check the two. Check the two. Apart from, apart from getting pregnant and giving birth. Ask yourself, what else has she done for herself? You say he's phlegmatic. He's just matured. And check what he has been able to do. For, check what he has done for himself. Ask him. Start from, start from school and ask him his educational background. When you ask him, then go and ask the other one to you. What's your educational background? I won't be surprised if you tell that daddy, I met daddy earlier and I got pregnant. That's why I couldn't go to school. I will not be surprised that's what she will say. And that should tell you how lazy she is. I've been to school with pregnant women in university. Yeah. I don't know remember Taylor. They were pregnant and they were coming for lectures. Yeah. They were pregnant. You should tell that daddy made me stop school. <laughs> Daddy made you do what? What do you want? Do you like peace? I'm asking you a question. Yes. You, you want to be right. Watch ladies who want to be right, okay? Watch them and break up fast. Because you will never have your peace. Therefore, you won't have your peace in the house when she wants to be right. See, when you, go, when you get over, you see your father, he's sitting there, he's watching World Cup. <laughs> yes. And then somebody else will be talking in the house. As though the person watching, as though he's some lazy person. But ask. Work things out clearly and see, and see well. Analyze things well and look and say, hey, It's true. It's true. He's not a fool. I thought he was a, but he's not a fool. He's a mature person. He has become that way. So you have, you'll be able to live safely in the house without living, without growing up in a stormy world. He's become very quiet. He nods. He either nods or says, go and ask mommy. Have you seen an agama lizard before? 
Do you know lizards? You haven't seen lizards before? You should have come to Mount of the Lord. I've shown you lizards. <laughs> you didn't come. You don't need your pay. It's free. You don't need to go to a zoo to go and look at a lizard. Oh, you should have come with me to Mount of the Lord. I'll show you lizards. They'll greet you. They'll say, hello. And then they'll continue running on. You see exotic creatures. You haven't seen insects in a long while. You insects, things you can admire, insects. Insects that don't bite. Look around, nothing's like you're complaining of. You see people wearing masks, environmental pollution. No, you see insects. You see the ecosystem is healthy and rich. Yes. When you live here, ferns, ferns don't grow. You see beautiful ferns, greens. You haven't seen greens. Look, next time come, okay? So that you see greens, your, your mind will be healed. <laughs> see greens, I'll show you greens. Green. Are you understanding daddy today? The big stomach, isn't it? It's as though he's always eating. He's just eating with his big stomach. It's for you. It's for you to grow up in a peaceful place. It's for you. He's fought before, before you were born, but before you grew up. After a while, he just switched off. I won't fight again. So he just says, Oh, he says, What did mommy say? What did mommy say? A lot of ladies look as though they are very intelligent, very hardworking, very choleric. They are not all. Oh, I'm telling you, they are not. He's like, beside that, the movies are always talking blah, 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 everything. They are giving their social. Do this. I said, you do this. Then it's almost like every father is a phlegmatic. Every father is not a phlegmatic. Ask yourself, how did she follow him? When she had waste, how did she follow him? I think it's time to close, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think it's time to close today. It's, I think it's time. It's time to close today. It's time to close. It's time to close. Like you don't say that I'm anti-women. It's time to close. That like you have peace. I mean, you're going to have peace in your life, and God will bless you. Stand to your feet and let's thank God and go home. Are we going to see the new life? Yes. The new life. That's a sign of death. The old life is, the old man is dead. The old man is dead. Now there's a new man. When you mix the two, you create a shrine. Because you'll be full of evil spirits. Evil spirits. So the other one has to die. And the new man rises. And I'm showing you how to have the new man. Beautiful. Lift up your two hands and thank God. Are you tired of lifting up hands? No. Yes. So those in the front row, when I say lift, I always lift up your hands because you're the ones I see. Thank God. Thank God for his mercies and his blessing. Thank him. Thank him for his kindness. Thank him. Thank him for the word today. Pray for yourself. 
that the old man will disappear. The old man will disappear. And a new man will emerge. The rising of the new man. The rising of the, of the man of faith and the man of power. And the man that is walking worthy of his calling. That will see in you. Let it be your prayer that will see in you that yes. This is a new man. A man of faith. A man of power. A man living to please his God. Living to please his God. Living to please his God. To please him. To please him. To please him. To please him. Ah, laba shaba kaba laba shinda laba kaba shataya. Labaria dabaka basa sanda laba diba kapatasa. Labali bejedete lebredi jutande lebianda. Makaba kopatasaya. Malama diba. Malama geba. Malaba zikoda. Zibadisht. Pray for yourself. Pray that the new man will emerge. The new man will emerge. The new man will emerge. The new man will be seen. The man of anointing. The man with a calling. The man with blessings shall come forth, shall be seen. The blessed man shall be seen. The blessed man shall be seen. The fruitful man shall be seen. The anointed man shall be seen. The holy man shall be seen. The godly man shall be seen. The old man shall die. And a new man shall emerge through Christ, in Christ, by Christ, by the cross, by the cross, by the cross. The rude man is dying. The fornicious man is dying. The stubborn man is dying. The answering back man is dying. The quarrelsome man is dying. The proud man is dying. The lying man is dying. The deceptive man is dying. And a gentle man is rising. A patient man is rising. A man of peace comes up and appears. Oh yes, Lord. Mahata Shabakaya. Malabashiba Katalabadiba Kapayataya. Palobata Labadiba Kapashanda Labahapaya. Labazima Labata Jandelebi Yabalaba Kiba Labatosa. Tobiange Sadianda. Saditazo. Saditazo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I wanted to make one more prayer for yourself. How many of you can think of one thing that must die in yourself? One trait of the old man that is still hanging on there that has to go. I want you to talk to God about it. I'm giving you 30 seconds to pray about it. Pray about it now that that thing must go. It must go pray about it. The Lord, that thing, mention it and say, this thing has to go. Mention it by name. Say, Lord, take it away. Take it out of me. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go out of me. I don't like it. I hate it. I detest it. Let it go, oh God. Help me, Lord. Help me, Holy Spirit. Let it go. Let it go. It will go out of you. It goes out of you today. It goes out of you today. It goes out of you today. You are separated from me today. Ah, Thank you, Father.
Thank you for your blessing. Your blessing of deliverance. Your blessing of wisdom. And your blessing of understanding, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that today we are separated from every work of darkness and every trait, every trait of the old man that has held on and still appears in us and through us, Lord. Thank you, Father, that from today, that old man dies, that trait perishes. In Jesus' name, amen. Now every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to say a special prayer for you. You're here today. Somebody invited you to church. Someone invited you specially. Today's your first time. Or maybe you, you have been coming to church. You've been around for a while. But deep in your heart, you feel far from God. You feel far from God. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I do not want to go to hell when I die. I want to go to heaven. I want to be a child of God. I want to be born again. I want to be saved. I want to be washed by the blood of Jesus. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you're here like that, you say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Kindly lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. God bless you very quickly. Lift it up. God bless you. I can see those that hand there. God bless you. You also want to join in. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up so I can see you. Keep it up. Lift it high. High. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I want to give my life to Jesus today. Pastor, please pray with me. Today is my day. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You are not alone. You also want to give your life to Jesus. You feel far from God. You feel far from the kingdom of God. You know you need Jesus in your life today. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come. Come and join us. I'm here waiting for you. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Come. Especially if you have been coming to church, but you are not saved. You have been giving your life to Jesus. Come. Come. Come and join us. Come. I'm waiting for you. Come out of your seats. Come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, still come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, you can come. We are singing so that you can come. Just as I am. I'm waiting for you as we sing. Your chance, come. Thy blood yes, come now. Bow your heads with me, close your eyes. I want us to say this prayer together. So that those of you in the front, say it, don't think it, don't say it in your head, say it audibly. And everybody in this place, help us as we say this prayer. Say, say Heavenly Father. Thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are alive. Please come into my heart. Please be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, Please 
please forgive me of all my sins, of every sin of mine. I am sorry. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Say, from today, I will serve you, Lord. I will obey you, Lord. I give myself to you. I will no longer serve Satan. I belong to Jesus. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Now I pray for you, Father. I pray for these precious ones. Please keep them, Lord. Keep them in your kingdom. Keep them in your house. Plant them in your house. Let them be known as Christians. Let them be known as believers. Let them be known as people who believe in you and serve you, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. We have some gifts for you. You can receive it. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. It's powerful. God bless you. Welcome to Jesus. You may go back to your seats. Come for them as they go back. God bless you. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Want to receive communion? Brothers, sisters. Brothers, sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. In the spirit we are young and will live forever. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Gather round the table of the Lord. Eat his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love. for today thank that everyone that eats your body and drinks your blood today shall be saved thank you that every weapon every agent every spirit of hell and the devil assigned against any life here is blocked and stopped by the blood of Jesus Lord thank you Lord that no weapon fashioned and intended against any life here shall prosper we stop every weapon we stop every aggression 
we stop every attack we stop everything of the enemy sent against our lives I stop it in the name of Jesus it shall not succeed against us it shall not work against us it shall not work against us Satan I rebuke you I rebuke you I rebuke you Satan devil I rebuke you you old serpent I rebuke you accuser I cast you out of our midst thank you father for healing for blessings for sanity for peace for success thank you for success as Jesus succeeded on the cross and gave us success on the cross may the eating of the body and the drinking of the blood bring success into your life may you experience success and may you continue to experience success in your life be healed of every problem be healed of every infirmity in Jesus name in Jesus name nothing you set your hands to do shall fail nothing you set your hands to do shall fail you shall be exempted from failure you are exempted from failure in Jesus name the body of Christ the body of Jesus Christ eat it the blood of Jesus the precious blood of Jesus drink all of it Father we thank you for blessings lift up your two hands lifting up of hands is a sign of victory a sign of surrender Jesus takes over Jesus takes over every aspect of your life whatever is going on in your life now Jesus takes over practically I cast out every fear and receive the assurance that Jesus is in charge that Jesus is ruling that Jesus is reigning that Jesus is the Lord of your life your life your existence, your being, your goings, anything you are doing, Jesus takes over now. I pray. Any current thing going on in your life, I declare, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord over that thing. Jesus is Lord over that thing. Jesus reigns over that thing. Jesus will determine and declare and decide the results. Jesus will decide the outcome. Jesus will dictate the outcome of that thing. Jesus takes over now. 
in Jesus name kasha talabadi bakasataya marabishabadibasa kabosata labriadiba kapashaya makion diande sadiatasa palube dabakiba sondelebe shabiando sabiakata malimaka predomi yabadiba kapasandalabakaya Jesus reigns Jesus reigns Jesus reigns Jesus rules in your life Every presence of the enemy is banished Every mark of the enemy is washed away by the blood of Jesus Every footprint of the enemy is washed away by the blood of Jesus You live a new life in Jesus You live in a new world where Jesus reigns You live in a new kingdom where Jesus is in charge Jesus is in charge Jesus is in charge I stop every visit of the devil I stop every visit Every visit of the enemy Is stopped He's banned from visiting you In Jesus name You will not see him again Thank you father For peace For happiness For joy And for life I bless your name oh lord I bless your name oh lord I bless your precious name lord Thank you lord That your name is like a tower Your name is our defense Your name shields us lord Your name is a rock oh god Thank you for your name that we have. It shall keep us. It shall protect us. In Jesus' name I have prayed. And let the believers say their best. Amen. Amen. You will never lose your job. Amen. You will only be promoted. Amen. You will only get better jobs. You won't lose one before you get another. You will leave one by yourself and you will get a better job. I see you flying higher. I see you rising higher. You will do well. Let me tell you again. You will do well. You will do well. Your life is a life of wellness. Success, excellence. You will not fail. You will not fail. The things you see today that look like failure, it's not your life. It's not your life. Receive the blessings of God. The blessings that shall cause you to rise above every problem and every issue and every attack and every difficulty you rise above it today in Jesus name you are rising you are rising you are rising you are rising you are getting stronger you are actually stronger you are stronger you are better you are better you are mightier And above all, you are blessed. Be a blessed child. Be a blessed child. Your home is blessed. Your life is blessed. 
Your schooling is blessed. Your health is blessed. Your work with God is blessed. Your spirituality is blessed. Your ministry in church is blessed. Everything about you is blessed. You will do well. I said you will do well. I said you will do well. You will do well. Your life is blessed. Only expect that you do well. Let that be your expectation. That you do well. Everything will work out well for you. You are a success. Tell your neighbor, say hello, success. Yes. Just say hello, success. Hello, success. Hello, success. Give Mr. Success or Miss Success a high five. Give him a high five. And shout, hi, success. Spin around and tell five people that you are succeeding. Tell them you are succeeding. Tell them you are succeeding. Have you told five people that you are a success? Now tell the last person that you are not a failure. And tell the person you will never be a failure. In Jesus name. Amen. Shout amen. Shout amen. I said shout amen. That is your story. Put your hands together for Jesus. And take your seats. Someone is going for an interview. I just heard it shall go well. It shall be for you. It will favor you. Whatever that interview is about, it will end up in you being favored. You shall walk out of that room the favored one. The favored one. The favored one. You shall be favored. Somebody who doesn't know you will choose you. It's the hand of God. It's the hand of God. It shall be with you. It shall guide you. Your life is blessed. Your life is good. And your life is rich. Your life is rich. Your life is rich. You will be rich. You will not be poor. Poverty will not be something you are used to. You shall be a foreigner to poverty. And you will never visit poverty land. You will never have poverty passports. You will never apply for poverty visas. You will only work in riches, abundance, wealth. Your name shall be blessing. Because you will bless others. You'll be a blessing to others. You'll be a blessing to others. When it gets to school work, you'll be a blessing to others. You'll be teaching other people, explaining things to other people. When it gets to jobs, you'll be showing people where to get jobs. You'll be employing others. You will employ people. You will employ them. 
when it gets to money, you ask, how much do you need? Take. Somebody will say, can you lend me X amount? You will tell them, I can bless you with X plus Y amount. You shall be someone who blesses. You will not borrow. You will bless. You will not borrow. You will bless. You will bless. You will not borrow, but you will bless others. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. It's your blessing. You will never die young. Nobody under the sound of my voice today shall die as a young person. You will be old and full of age and in good health. You will never die in your 20s. You won't die in your 30s. You won't die in your 40s. You won't die in your 50s. You won't die in your 60s. You won't die in your 70s. We block it in Jesus' name. You will not die young. You will not die in an accident. I forbid it. I block it. I stop it. In Jesus' name. Receive life. Receive life. Receive life. Receive health. In Jesus' name. It is well with you. God bless you. Sit down. You have a blessed life. Mm. Tax. You are blessed. You have a blessed life. I tell you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week.